Rudy Giuliani Show. This is the Rudy Giuliani Show. Happy New Year to everyone. So, here we are, dropped into 2024. What happened to 2023? It went away. What a year. What a year. I would say, if I had to name 2023, I would call it the year of the Biden disaster. Except I would have to say disasters, wouldn't you? I mean, you, 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 I know all these people do the worst story of the year, the best story of the year, the biggest story of the year. Curtis said he would make fun of me if I did that. <laughs> I, I, but I can't resist the following. I don't know which is the biggest disaster Biden created for us, which is not a laughing matter. Personally, I think it's the invasion. And I don't think you and me really uh, appreciate uh, the tremendous damage being done to our country by this invasion. Because we get all tied up in uh, uh, people trying to make you feel guilty that you're a xenophobe or a racist or a, you don't like foreign people or this is the way your grandfather came in or grandmother or maybe you or all this really honestly a communist propaganda. This is nothing like anything that happened before. You don't have to feel guilty about a damn thing. Even even if uh, some people in the past came in illegally in your, in your background, you don't have to feel guilty. Because just a few people, it wasn't a damn invasion. <laughs> this is unprecedented. They're taking over our country. Uh, this is, there's no xenophobia involved. It's a fact. It's just a fact. In fact, the failure to call it out makes you a racist, a xenophobe an anti-American, an American hater, a hater of America, and a stupid person. We have absorbed this year. We don't know. We Honestly, we don't know how much we've absorbed. We can do minimums, right? So uh, Biden ha- each year has exceeded his record since he took over for Trump. Trump's last year, it depends on whether you go fiscal year or calendar year. So let's, I don't know, let's do calendar year just for the hell of it because I remember it better. So uh, Trump in his last calendar year was 420. In the fiscal year, he was something like 480 or 500. wasn't much different. Uh, uh, demented, uh, this year went over 3, three million. Uh, in people we stopped, questioned, and let about 80% of them just go wherever they wanted, you know, coming back for a court hearing five years from now, which is idiotic. And a complete subversion of the law, for which, by the way, you could say he's involved in, a, in an insurrection and you could take him off the ballot if the Democrats are right and we really are no longer a country of laws. We're no longer a republic governed by uh, a constitution and uh, people like this Bellows uh, d- Democratic hack uh, can decide uh, for the entire state, well, you, you, you know, you can't vote for Trump. I just don't like him. I don't like – I think he did an insurrection. But nobody charged him with it. Nobody proved it. But I think he did. Well, I, I think Biden took bribes from China. Not only that, I think I can prove it. 
Any Republican want me to show them how Biden took bribes for, from China and keep them off the ballot for aiding and comforting our enemy? Hmm? You realize what they've made us. It's hard to step back and to say they've made us into, in many respects, a fascist country. That's what it is just to take somebody off the ballot. That's what it is to have four trials all lined up for the presidential candidate of the Republican Party, who right now has a commanding lead in the Republican primary and a pretty decent lead in the election. Uh, Lining up four trials next year for him is uh, election interference in capital letters. Anything they're trying to suggest in any of the cases they're doing against him that he interfered in the 2020 election is nothing compared to what they've done in advance for 2024. I don't think there's anyone in America that has four criminal trials coming up next year, or at least four criminal felony trials. I don't think we would allow someone to have four felony trials in one year if he were a criminal, bad criminal, bad, bad guy. I think if I represented someone who had four trials coming up next year, let's say for murder, rape, robbery, and uh, demonstrations for the Black Lives Matter and beating up police officers. I would say he can't have four. He can't possibly defend himself four times in a year. I'm not talking about someone running for president. So do you realize how much a violation of due process this is? Do you realize they're treating our American Constitution like a rag? There, uh, there is no way in the world that somebody put on trial four times next year and a court wouldn't intervene and throw all the cases out and say, stuff it, prosecutor. I can. I mean, we got to be a genius to figure out that all four are Democrat prosecutors. All four have cases that have never been brought before. These are inventive theories. You don't do inventive theories to take somebody's liberty away. That, people who do that are called fascists uh, or communists or whatever you would like. So we have we have the migrant disaster. We have the total destruction of the criminal justice system which is uh, euphemistically called a two-tier system. A two-tier system is not a system of justice because you can't have two tiers, right? Justice has to be equal. That's what we mean by justice. We have a system of injustice, which puts us uh, somewhere near the bottom of the list in terms of countries that offer you uh, equal protection of the law, which we just about invented. But Biden has taken away from us. So our Criminal justice system is ruined and a disgrace. Our FBI is something like a um, fascist secret police that decide to dress up like soldiers when they're going to arrest uh, people that are involved with, uh, with, 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 with Trump. They come in with machine guns because uh, Roger Stone is going to like, do something to them. Uh, and then they orchestrate January 6th and lie about it. You don't think they lied about it? They lied about everything else. Why wouldn't they lie about that? Everything they they lied about, nobody goes to jail. Because they're the FBI. Great agents. I have no doubt about it. I don't even have to say that. I think they're wonderful people. As far as the top is concerned, it has rotted. And when, when something rots from the top, the longer you let it go, the more it becomes systemic. Uh, They need a NAP commission. I don't know if any of you know what the NAP commission was, but it cleaned up the New York City Police Department. New York City Police Department was not as bad as the FBI is right now, nor did it have the implications that it has for national security and for destruction of our system of justice. 
Uh, then we have Bidenomics, another, uh, another thing out of Orwell's, you know, 1984. The Ministry of Peace was the Department of Defense. So Bidenomics is how we're really doing great, uh, and inflation's over, even though if you take a look at it carefully, it averages out to 5.5% every year he's been in office. Uh, people's real wages are down uh, significantly, real wages. In other words, how much money you really have because the value of the dollar has decreased. And that's why people are finding it really, really hard, and they think the economy is terrible. But ice cream moron in the White House thinks things are great because of binomics. I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Our economy is one of the worst it's been in a very, very long time, easily fixed by any sensible man, but we don't have a sensible man. We have a he's, – he isn't, but he's acting like a dedicated communist. Uh, all we do is add to the welfare rolls. All we do is bring in – I'll give you a number, probably bare minimum six million people who we don't really know who the hell they are. Half of them we have their names. Half of them don't have their names. And uh, most of them don't want to work. They're not coming here for work. Are you crazy? We offer jobs in New York. Only 2% showed up. These people, when you see them coming over the border, they're looking for – everybody talks about getting health care. California's giving everybody health care. Uh, Adams does that in New York. But the rest of New York doesn't. Adams wants to know, oh, gee, why do I have the worst problem? Because you invited them here, idiot. That's how. They, you know, open the door. Everybody can come in. And then when too many people come, you want to close it. Too late. Sorry, babes. Then you want somebody else to pay for it. And Biden, <laughs> Biden figures, I got a sucker boy there, I'll tell you. He invited them. He wants me to pay for them. Screw him. I got a lot of other problems. They are really doing a job on Adams. I also think, and, and this I sympathize with him, I think they're jamming him up criminally. Um, whether he did it or not, they wouldn't have done it, but for the fact that he's embarrassing them. Uh, which is to his credit, I'll say. I think the guy got himself into this because he's over his head. I mean, if he could have thought ahead, he wouldn't be there. But that's, the, that's what you have to do as a mayor. You've got to think ahead. Adams, you've got to think ahead. Oh, how about you've got to stop going to parties at night and read books and think. Thinking is important. Not just making bold predictions and then having to back off them. Uh, so uh, domestically, food is up 20%, rent is up 18%, electricity is up 24%. Oh, but we don't have inflation. We have Bidenomics, which means they can lie to you about your economy. Okay, domestic matters, cities are going to hell, uh, setting records for murder, uh, Biden's doing nothing about it except cheering him on. And then we look at the rest of the country. He was handed a world at peace, and he has a world at war. And these are Biden wars. These wars would not have taken place if we didn't have this livid coward in the White House. They look at him and say, pound him. What the hell is he going to do? I mean, finally, after a hundred and something attacks, he attacks the Houthis and kills a few people. <laughs> but he doesn't attack the Iranians who are the ones who are really doing it, and he's so scared of attacking him. It's pathetic. It makes you, it makes you want to cry. It makes you want to say, he's really, he's really not our president. Please don't. Please. He really doesn't represent us. We're, we're not cowards like that. We're really not. We're, we're, the, you know, we're the home of the brave, you know, except for him. 
No, we don't leave people behind in Afghanistan to get killed, our own people. And then when they come back, uh, we don't look at our watches while they're being honored and their families see us and you break their hearts. We don't do that. We're not that kind of people. He is. Because we got defrauded and put him in office. We're not going to do it again, right? Uh, The New York Post describes it as Joe's vacated presidency because he spent um, not just out of the, you know, out. He spent one-third of the year at luxury places, not like home working, but like uh, St. Croix, Lake Tahoe, Nantucket, uh, freeloading. The guy's worth millions and millions and millions, and he's a damn freeloader. And this last one is a crime. The last one is the crime of gratuity. The guy who gave him his house is not a friend of his. The guy who gave him a house is a big donor, and he got tickets to the presidential dinner, and he gave him his house. And Biden doesn't list these on his financial disclosure form, which is also should be prosecuted as a crime. But we don't prosecute. I mean, it would be ridiculous to prosecute him for this when we don't prosecute him for a $31 million bribe from China and selling out our country with giving up the Bagram Air Base. And this would be a joke. This would be worse than prosecuting Al Capone for, for, for tax evasion. But these, this is a crime. But he's violating the gratuity statute. It's the lesser included offense in bribery and what he's doing right now, this very moment. And any, any enterprising prosecutor would try to put it together as a bribe. So we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be right back. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on New Year's Day 2024, the year of, I think, a uh, a year that will live for a long time in American history. The choice we make this year uh, is going to have an awful lot to do with whether we leave a better America to our children or we don't. Right now, we're headed toward not. We're headed toward... Uh, leaving the country weaker than was given to us. Uh, just even if you want to look internationally, look at how we're being pushed around. That was not the case when I was born. So I have to say personally, I, I certainly lived through a country that's become considerably weaker. Now, some of that is uh, the, the cowardice and the weakness of our leader. In fact, a lot of it is. That could be changed rather quickly, or it could be made worse, and it, it could become uh, ingrained with another Biden or, you know, the other problem with Biden is uh, we keep saying Biden, Biden, Biden making these decisions. Unless you're really foolish, you know, he's not making decisions. The guy, you listen to him being interviewed uh, this morning about his ice cream and the guys, somebody's making these decisions. So when Biden is gone, if you have a Democrat, you're going to have the same decisions. Just you just got to face the fact that the upper echelon of the Democratic Party has become a couple of things crooked as hell. Uh, the Clintons, the Bidens and the Obamas. 
Obama gets away with it because he's the prince. But he, he, he's the guy that started all this with, uh, with weaponizing the Justice Department and allowing Biden. He know, knew everything Biden was doing. And I don't know, is he doing it himself or he just doesn't mind if his other people do? He sure likes becoming a billionaire. So their, their, their um, greed for massive amounts of money that dwarf any other president or presidency is uh, staggering. The level of the, of the crime that's being uh, covered up is staggering. I would have told you impossible to cover up a crime at the highest levels of, of uh, the United States government involving millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. But they're doing it because they've corrupted us so much. So this election is the only way we have to turn it around. And, and honestly, the only person who knows it well enough and has the guts to do it and is uh, uh, unorthodox enough is, is Donald Trump. You, you, you see somebody like uh, Nikki, I don't know what caused the Civil War, Haley doing it. Or Nikki, I can't tell you, I can't tell you the provinces that I want to save in Ukraine, but I want to spend billions on it and lose 100,000 lives. I mean, you know, Nikki's good for cocktail parties, I think. She's sure not good for, I'm sorry, I'm just, we just can't elect a president who can't tell us the reason for the Civil War. And when you tell me that's a hard question, you're telling me one or two things. You're a big dope, shouldn't be president. You're a big liar, shouldn't be president. We'll be back very shortly. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. That's right. (laughs) The first one of 2024. So let me give you a couple of quickies. Sununu uh, has said to uh, Chris... um, uh, to Chris Christie, get out of the race, uh, give uh, Miss Slavery a chance to win. Uh, he's now supporting Miss Slavery. I thought he was supporting. I I thought he was supporting um, Governor DeSantis. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought he endorsed him at some point, but I mean he'll he'll, he'll endorse anybody but Trump because he hates Trump. Why? I, I, because he's a rhino. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's I mean, that's it, and and. Uh, d- 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 they hate him, uh, which is a good thing, because <laughs> all they've done is screw up our party and make us an imitation of the de- what Democratic Party light, what communism light. Um, so, um, so he's for Miss Slavery. He wants Christie out, uh, but Christie's running ahead of DeSantis. There, that's a place where he's got a strong sh- uh, showing. I guess they figure his votes would go to. Um, well, if she isn't Miss Slavery, she's Miss I don't know the name of the provinces in Ukraine. And I was at the UN 
So I obviously wasn't working there. I was going to the cocktail parties and not paying attention. Oh, and by the way, I didn't bother when I decided I want to pour billions of your taxpayer dollars in and get a lot of people killed to find out the names of the places where I want to do it. Now, that's a real, real high-class candidate for president, huh? Sounds like a Democratic candidate to me. Uh, Michael Cohen is telling people, uh, gee, I didn't know about those uh, cases that are phony that I put in the, in, the, in the brief. AI got them for me. Now, it is true that Michael Cohen graduated from what is described, and in fact, it's described on Wikipedia as the worst law school in America. That says a lot. Cooley Law School, which I had never heard of until I just looked it up. Uh, but even if you're worst law school in America, Michael, lawyers don't just like write down the names of cases to make briefs look good. They read. They do something called read. R e a. Look that up, Michael. Read. They read, Michael. Yeah, they read. And you see, if they read, they learn how to talk better than that. You are one miserable rat. You really are. Trump made your career. All you did was suck around him like a pathetic creature. And now you're a rat. Nobody respects a rat. Not even the people who are taking advantage of you. They don't like you, Michael. That's why the Southern District uh, uh, wouldn't give you any credit when you were sentenced. They said you're a pathological liar. How the hell are you going to back up a case against Trump? You're going to be the chief, chief witness? Your explanation of citing these cases and not having read them is like Baldwin not pulling the gun. Right? The, 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 good, the, uh, uh, the good fairy came in and, and pull, pulled the gun. The gun sh- – oh, I know. That's right. Democrats believe that guns shoot themselves. They just – you know, it isn't the people that do it. The gun just goes pop, pop. So here these cases just showed up there. And you didn't realize because you went to the worst law school in America, you have to read them before you submit them to the judge. Otherwise, it's called plagiarism, which now I think is an acceptable uh, academic uh, uh, tool. Our president did it all the time, and the president of Harvard is um, apparently a master of it. And uh, they're not going to touch her for it. So I guess plagiarism is fine. Perfectly okay, I guess. So what the heck, Michael? When you're on that side, that Democratic side, a lot more crimes you can commit and get away with it. Uh, The U.S. finally hits uh, the Houthis. uh, Really good, but maybe they should be hitting the Ayatollah and we could stop this and protect our our boys and and women and girls. And uh, Israel opens another humanitarian uh, uh, route through Cyprus for the... um, for for the people that came in and, and raped their women, killed their children, and are holding their hostages because Biden wants them to do it. And Russia is taking revenge on my favorite city in Ukraine, Kharkiv, which I think is a shame uh, because they can't really defeat Kharkiv. They just keep bombing it. Um, and I, I'll explain to you at some point why they're so bitter about Kharkiv. Well, Kharkiv is a city you should keep in mind. They're very, very, very brave People. And a New York City fire took two lives. Two New York City fires took two lives. Firefighters injured. Police officers injured. It happens every Christmas. I, uh, as the mayor, I knew, I, I think most Christmases I lost a, a, uh, one of my firefighters. 
It's just, it was just terrible. You just knew it was going to happen, and we would t- uh, the commissioner and I would talk about it beforehand and do everything you can to avoid it. So let's go to Sal in Staten Island. Felice, 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 buon nuovo anno, con la grazia di Cristo. Con la grazia di Cristo. Because without Christ, this world is finished. I like that. Rudy, you are the best. You are the best. I heard from G.I. Gino, Jersey Jack, back in Hackensack, just a fact, Jack. He's in his apartment. The lease is up in four weeks from this Wednesday. There's no uh, prospects for housing. His beautiful dog was saved by the grace of God and Dr. Esposito and Dr. Powell. What happened to the dog? What happened to the dog? The dog, he uh, called the dog on Friday, uh, Saturday, the 8th of November, and the dog was dragging its back paws. He, I was on the phone for him for 30 calls oh, on both my. sides of the Hudson. Nobody stepped up except, except info at pawsofwar.org, and I want everyone, and the sound of my voice, courtesy of Mayuchi and Marconi, to help info at coresofwar.org. They are strapped financially. Okay, have- good. I like that. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, be on for Eric Bowling tonight on Newsmax, and we're going to do a, a piece on, on veteran homelessness and suicides. And I'm, I'd be interested. Maybe you call me tomorrow and tell me what you think of it, all right? We're trying to get Rudy, people's attention. 66. We're trying to get people's attention for it because it's just a shame. We're paying all, all this attention to these people who come in illegally, you know, some percentage of whom are criminals. And uh, we don't pay attention to the people who put their lives at risk for us. But you do, Sal. You're a great man. But please watch it tonight. Tell me what you think, all right? All right. We'll go to Larry in Brooklyn. First, Happy New Year, Rudy, and may this year bring you blessing and your prob- and your pro- all your problems should diminish gradually as they built up in the previous year. Well, there's one way that can happen. <laughs> you know what it is. We, we get, yes, that, we get I, the I, criminal out of the White House and my problems will go away because that's where they come from. Right. You know, I just, I just read on the Internet that um, Barack Obama in 2017 was paid a fee by the firm – Cantor Fitzgerald of $400,000 to make an appearance at a health care talk. Um, and uh, he probably spoke for an hour or something. And, uh, you know, basically what we're suffering from in this country is not is the curse of of, Ger- of uh, Reverend Wright. When he said blank damn America, yeah, 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 he yeah. elected Obama. That's what we're suffering from. You know, this whole thing on the border that you started off with, <laughs> a lot of a lot of very big people think that this is somehow they're trying to get the vote. The Democrats are trying to say this is not about the vote because that's too, if they stole an election, why would they be worried about securing a Democratic vote in the future? That's not even 100 percent. Everybody knows Hispanics go both ways. I mean, you know, voting wise. <laughs> yeah, but, I know uh, what you mean. Yeah. yeah so the, the point is, the point is, it's not about securing the vote. It's about critical race theory. It's about changing the You're complexion. Right. I of agree with you 100 percent. I mean, the vote, the vote, uh, the vote is temporary because they'll get it. Um, they should get it when they first vote, but it's going to turn. Uh, like uh, uh, they thought they're going to get a big Puerto Rican vote in uh, Florida when many people from Puerto Rico came up. They ended up voting Republican. So uh, exactly. yeah, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. But this is part of the communist. This is part of the communist takeover. That's what it really is. And it's, it's to change America. How best do you change our culture than you b- bring people in who don't know it, don't believe in it, don't want to follow it, and can attack it? 
and help them attack it. Exactly. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned President Gay. Um, the reason they're not removing her, uh, I heard this said by uh, by I think uh, Richard Goldberg early on Sunday morning. You have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to hear the truth uh, on on radio station. Uh, uh, he said because. It's because she's black and a woman. That has to do with this new thing called DEI. It's called yes. diversity inclusion. Now, he said that that's a violation of Title VI, basically. Now, they're running a, a commercial. WABC is running a, an ongoing commercial with Anthony Scaramucci, where he's talking about the doctrine of good intentions in reference to Harvard. We're running that's a Scar- good in- WABC, us, the radio station, we're run, running Scaramucci? Yes, yes. Scaramucci is, is is being interviewed. Continue, it's making me sick. He's he's saying yeah, what's going you. on at Harvard. What's going on at Harvard? He's saying it's the doctrine of good intentions. We're removing statues because we think we're going to right the wrongs of the past. But it's a false promise. False promise. This is the work of of, of, of Satan, basically. It's called DEI. Yeah, it's yeah, violation yeah. It's a, it's, of, of the civil of the Civil Rights Act is what it is. Well, it's actually exactly out of uh, the Marx. Uh, Lenin uh, playbook to take down the statues, take down the heroes, destroy the history and the culture of a country. What do you think Mao's Cultural Revolution was about? Uh, you, you take you take China away from the Chinese, and they you make them communists. The communists in China have right. have no respect for the Chinese history, the Chinese culture, the Chinese civilization. Um, and the same thing is true, you know, in Russia. They took Russia away from the uh, from the Russians. And they make you com- – communism is the right. be-all and end-all. Well, that very, very God good point. You, really. you, you too. Let's go to, let's go to uh, Nate in the Bronx. Yes. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Hi, Nate. How are you? Uh, reasonably well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, you're right on – yeah, you're right on target with regard to uh, the Justice Department and the criminal justice system writ large being transformed uh, into a fascist police state, or really more accurately, a communist or a Marxist police state uh, in terms of uh, persecuting political opponents. Uh, but I want to remind you uh, that you cannot have a police state of any kind where the individual is totally subject to totalitarian uh, abuses by the government without police. Degenerates who are willing to enforce those edicts by by politicians to take away your civil liberties, suppress your civil right. liberties, and You're take right. away your civil rights. The, the people and, have to step up and um, op- op- oppose it. And I am – I don't believe that – look, I think what the real problem is in the FBI is there aren't a lot of heroes. I know the FBI really, really well, and most of them are not corrupt, and most of them wouldn't want to be corrupt. But not all of them are heroes like the, uh, the, the few whistleblowers that came forward. And, of course, they make a hell of an example out of them. Remember those guys that testified? They don't have a job anymore. Uh, they won't let them work somewhere else. I don't, even, I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they stop you from working somewhere else. Uh, but the, I guess it's true in all organizations, police or otherwise, most people are followers. And why why the FBI agents allow themselves to get dressed up like uh, Nazi stormtroopers to go to arrest, you know, Papadopoulos or uh, Roger Stone or or my friend Steve. Ban- I can't figure it out. You know, Bannon's going to shoot him. It's ridiculous. 
I've never seen that. I mean, I did a lot of arrests with the FBI. I never remember sticking them in. I, know, I didn't send them to arrest uh, Fat Tony Salerno in, you know, in uh, uh, Nazi uniforms or with machine guns hanging out and they're, <laughs> they're ready to go to battle. You you remember you remember the pictures? Hey, we sure put them in handcuffs. We did the perp walk, but the but the people doing the perp walk weren't dra- dressed up like uh, you know something out of a, uh, a science fiction movie. These guys come in with with tanks for some guy who's being arrested for making a false statement. <laughs> I made a false statement to the FBI. 400 FBI agents descend on me like the Marines for making a false statement that I probably didn't even make. Gosh, I mean, having been in law enforcement and having really been dedicated and loving the FBI, I mean, two two of the proudest things, well, one I don't have anymore and one I do have. One one was the G-Man of the Year Award, which I have. It was six, seven years ago. That was given to me by the FBI for, for both for what I did for them uh, as a private lawyer, but also w- my career of working with them and making many of their big cases. And I think I could tell you that for the longest time I was their favorite prosecutor. <laughs> Maybe I'm their favorite defendant. I don't know. Um, and, and second, the one I really used to love, but I can't find it anymore. My mother is dead, unfortunately. She would know where it was. When I was a little kid, one of the prized things I became was a junior FBI agent. So I've, I mean, I've adored the FBI. It is just like a heart- heartbreaking to watch what Ray and Barr and all these people have done. I, to me, their crimes are worse than probably other people would evaluate them. But it, it's actually true, always true. Uh, the FBI needs a NAP commission. I don't know how many of you know what, a, what the NAP commission was. The NAP commission, I believe, was put together by Mayor John Lindsay. I think so. I think it was John Lindsay. But police corruption in the, in the 60s and uh, early well, the 60s, really, had become uh, really extensive. I don't know if it was systemic, meaning – you know, every cop in every precinct. I doubt that. But it was much, much greater than just a couple of rotten apples, which was a term they would use. So it was somewhere between bigger than some rotten apples and not quite systemic. Uh, And a lot of cops had to be corrupt. A lot of cops had to be corrupt, even if they didn't want to be, because they would be turned in or they'd be taken out of assignments that they yearn for all their lives. I mean, there's a weakness there, but it wasn't they wanted to be corrupt. And the Knapp Commission uh, did a great – Judge Whitman Knapp was in charge of it. I prosecuted um, I prosecuted uh, like 70 of their cases. Well, I didn't prosecute all – I was in charge of the prosecution. I've tried a couple of them myself. Uh, and uh, it cleaned up the police department. I mean, the police department since then has had corruption, but it has been uh, the rotten apples and the exception, not the rule. I can tell you that the New York City Police Department is a is a uh, a very very honest police department, and that's been true. Not just on, I inherited a very honest police department. I didn't have to. I had to do a lot of things with the police department to bring crime down by record numbers, 
I didn't have to make an honest. It had already been made honest. Uh, they could learn something from the NAP Commission, and that's what the FBI needs. It's very painful and very complete, but not the usual Washington bull, you know what I want to say. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, back uh, with the Tunnels of Towers sponsored Mayor's Final Thoughts. Please make your donation now to uh, Tunnels of Towers for our men and women in uniform who uh, pay the ultimate price or uh, are severely and catastrophically injured and need special homes so they can have a maximum amount of independence. Uh, and in all cases, they will be there. Tunnels of Towers will be there. Uh, to pay the mortgage on on the home so that when a loss like that takes place, uh, there's some, at least the beginning of some stability. And um, believe me, it means a great deal because I've seen it. And I remember remember really uh, uh, when that came about and when uh, Frank first did it, it it was really a wonderful thing and has a great history. Uh, So... I'm going to give you uh, the final thoughts today on the first day of the year is what lies ahead in this year coming up. Uh, This is not just any year. This is a year that I uh, do believe uh, you can predict that America is going to go in one direction or another uh, uh, in November. It's either going to go in the direction that it has been going. Uh, It's been taken control of by a group of they, I guess they call themselves progressive Democrats. To me, they're communists. And uh, either knowingly or unknowingly or stupidly or – and I think all those things. Uh, a lot of it comes from the way they were educated. I think we know much more about that now. Uh, very often at Ivy League schools, but really at a lot of schools. The Ivy League is not the only schools that are made up of extraordinarily silly left-wing professors. Uh, the, and they're not even good academicians uh, because they're when they become Marxists, uh, then their academic uh, learning and their academic work is in service of communism, not in service of the truth. So they're terrible professors. So we've got a very, very poorly educated group of people. When you see those people out in the street, they may have fancy degrees or fancy colleges, but they have terrible educations. We'll be back this week. we got a lot to talk about. But remember, end of the year, we'll take it back. We'll get it on the right track. God bless America.